All right, Jamal, say good morning. Let us begin. We're just going to spend a few moments on Reb Tzaddik. This morning is uh, Baruch Hashem. We have a lot to do with the daf, but I did want to close out being that next week already we're in Slichos, so the daf itself will begin in Yerat Hashem at 5.45 a.m. This is really our last opportunity to finish off the Torah of the Rebbe in, in, this, in this setting. So I want to finish the, the section in Osir Beis. We've been talking about the very powerful idea that Reb Tzaddik has Namely, the concept that the process for purification for spiritual tumah, i.e. tshuva, is the same process as the purification process for physical tumah. And just as Rab Tzaddik explained, that to remedy physical tumah, one must undergo two processes. Process number one is tevila in the mikvah and ha'er of shemesh. And process number two, that's called tara. It's called Tara purification. And the second part, ultimately, is the bringing of the carbon, which is called Kapara atonement. So Rab Tzaddik said that in the process of Tshuva, there are these two pieces as well. Where Rab Tzaddik first says the two pieces in Tshuva really are the concept of charting a different path forward for the future. What he calls uh, like almost like a Kabbalah ala Asir. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to stand up to temptation in the future, and then ultimately, again, a reconciliation with the past, and going back, and a rectification of active, or rectification of past mistakes. So the Rebbe explained that the process of going ahead, what he called Kabbalah, Allah also bless you, the ability to go ahead and kind of make a heartbreak with the past, and chart a different path forward for the future, that's, that's alluded to in Herod of Shemesh, and Tevila in the mikvah. So Herav Shemesh, we talked about yesterday, is a bit more clear. The sun sets, the day is over, brand new day ahead. I'm, st- I'm starting a new day of my life. Tevila in the mikvah. Remember, you know what, that what does that represent? Immersion in Torah. Immersion in Torah. That when a person immerses themselves in Torah, what I do is I go ahead and I bolster myself. I make myself stronger to be able to resist the temptations which all too often bombard me. So also remember again, we're focused over here now in the future. How do I make myself stronger for the future? So that I don't repeat the same mistakes over and over? Torah. Now, of course, immersion in Torah doesn't have to mean that a person quits their day job and learns the whole day. I mean, halavai, we shall be zocha to do that. But what immersion in Torah means, whatever amount of time you have, you dedicate yourself to Torah in that allotted time. When you have that level of immersion, it builds you stronger. It builds you stronger. And that newfound strength is what will help me to resist temptation going forward. Help me to resist making the same mistakes going forward. Now I both say I want to point out the last piece. So what about, so okay, so that's, that's the past, right? That's the, what we'll call, I'm sorry, that's the future aspect of tshuva. Herav Shemesh, this day is over, new day has begun. Rabbi Sino Tzaddik doesn't really discuss that piece very much. But there's an incredible profundity in that piece as well. How sometimes in life you just have to say, this chapter is over, new chapter has begun. Right? You have to be, you have to be able to experience a sunset. And you have to be able to say, what's done is done. I, that, that I can't really control. But what's in front of me, right? The life in front of me, that I absolutely have the ability to alter. Immerse in the mikvah of Torah, make yourself stronger, and you're ready to face your future. What about the retrospective part? So if you take a look on page Chavdalid, 
So the Rebbe says something really beautiful. Ve'inyan kapara, hanitzrechas la'adam avar hashlama hatara. Who so remember again? Then there's let's say when it comes to physical tuma. When it comes to physical tuma, there's the kapara piece, right? How do you achieve the kapara piece in the realm of physical tuma? That's the carbon, right? I go ahead, I offer up the carbon. That's my kapara. So the Rebbe says kapara is necessary. The retrospective piece is necessary by carbon as well, uh, by by tshuva as well. What's the retrospective piece? This is incredible. He says. So too, as much as I could spend my effort charting a past forward, at some point in time, everyone must come and revisit their past. You know, it's not, it's not an easy thing, but it's a necessary thing, right? At some point, because at some point in time, the, I would say the exciting part of tshuva is closing the chapter on the past and starting something new for the beginning. That's the exciting part of tshuva, right? The past is the past, sun has set, and now I'm starting, going ahead and starting a new day in front of me now. The difficult part of tshuva is when I go ahead and I have to revisit my past. That's, That's the challenging part. Now I have to go back, and sometimes it's painful, sometimes it's difficult. So it says Reb Tzadik, so remember, in the realm of physical tshuva, you bring a carbon. Look what he writes. He says, So a person literally reads it means placate. A person has to placate HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the past. Now what it means is, I have to go back and atone for my past. How do I do that? In the realm of physical, how do I accomplish that? With a carbon. In the realm of tshuva, in the realm of tshuva, so we'll say, what's the point of a carbon? What's the point of a carbon? The point of a carbon ultimately is hiskarvos, to come close, karov, to come close to HaKadosh Baruch. Right? The Moshe doesn't need my sheep, right? He doesn't need my offering. He doesn't need my mincha. He doesn't need my libations. I bring something physical as a way of connecting with the Ribbono Shalom. So look what the Rebbe says. So what do you do for this kapara aspect by tshuva? V'dugmaso hiatfila. But say this is incredible. Shehi b'makom karban degam hi ba'a be'ikar kadeleratzos as Hashem yisbarach. Reb Tzadik says something absolutely amazing. So what takes care of kapara? What takes care of the retrospective part of tshuva? Ultimately, again, in where it takes care of the retrospective part of tshuva, tfila. In other words, tfila is tshuva what a carbon is to tuma. And the same way that when a person is tame, the, the, the past part of the tuma only gets rectified when a person brings a carbon, so to the retrospective part of tshuva, where I have to go back and re-examine what I did and why I did it and, wh- and, and what, what, where was the breakdown. So that part of tshuva is accomplished through tefillah. Which, which, is, which is so fascinating. How, how is that accomplished through tefillah? So the Tzadik says, because tefillah and carbon accomplish the same thing. Carbon is there to make me karov, to make me close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tefillah is there to make me karov, to make me close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So say, we often have a little bit of a, of a misunderstanding of tefillah. And we think that the primary role of tefillah is to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what you want or for what you need. Now that's definitely a part of tefillah, but that's not the ikr of tefillah. The ikr of tefillah ultimately again is a dialogical connection. 
is just to establish relationship. Right? How do you create any life relationship? You talk. <laughs> you talk. You converse. You converse. Let me tell you about myself. Let me tell you what's happening in my life. I open myself up to you. Tefillah is an opportunity to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Tefillah accomplishes the same thing as a carbon. I brought a carbon to come karov, to come close to you. I dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu because I want to have a relationship. I want to have a connection. How does Tefillah take care of the retrospective part of Tshuva? How does Tefillah address the past issues of, of, of what I did wrong? Because we'll say, if we think about it, at the end of the day, why do we sin? Why do we sin? Bottom line is because our connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not as strong as it should be. Because at the end of the day, I, I wandered off a little bit. I just wandered off. If the connection was strong, if the connection was strong, then the chait would not happen. If the connection was solid, if the relationship was solid, then chait wouldn't happen. Because at the end of the day, when I'm embedded in a meaningful, loving, passionate relationship, I'm committed to that. So ultimately, again, when sin occurs, that's indicative of the fact that the relationship is not as it should be. The kirva, the closeness that should categorize the relationship is not there. How do I reestablish that? Rabbi Tzaddik posits through tefillah. So Rabbi Tzaddik says, it's not the pshat that I'm really going back and examining every chait I did and why I did it. I'm getting to the root cause. And the root cause is, the root is which is really incredible, the root cause of sin, why do I sin? Because I'm not as close to you as I should be. If I was closer to you, if I felt you more in my life, if I really lived Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid, I wouldn't commit Averus. So how do I take care of my past transgressions? Strengthen my tefillah. Strengthen my tefillah. Because tefillah, davening, is one of the most powerful tools we have to establish relationship with the Rebono Shalom. To establish relationship with your Shalom. You know, I'll tell you, it's interesting. And we really have to start the daf because we're behind. I'm already behind today. I'm behind from yesterday. Okay, so I'll just tell you this. You know, it, it always struck me that you know, you have so many of these campaigns about not talking during davening, right? Did I do something wrong? Sorry. So, you know, which is, which is good and, and beautiful. But I, and I often find, like, the reason we often talk during davening is not out of a disrespect for davening. It's just out of a lack of understanding what it is that we're doing. That, that's all. That's why shushing people. If, if you notice, by the way, no one's ever had a cathartic moment because they, because they got shushed. Right? No one ever said, oh, you know, I got shushed. You know what? Now I realize he's right. That, that guy who I thought was the biggest jerk in the world because he's always shushing everyone. He's my Mishra Tzadik. Tzadik Gaon Olam. Right? He's really right. I saw the light. It doesn't work. Why? Because if I don't understand, I don't understand. That, 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 that's what it is. And often when, when we talk during davening, it's not because we don't like davening. Who doesn't like? Everybody loves davening. Hey, it's because I don't really understand what it is that I'm doing. And pretty much... <coughs> All too often, I'm checking a box. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just checking a box. There's an obligation. I'm performing the obligation. And, and let's move on. I'm happy to perform the obligation. I love the obligation. I love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Rav Tzavik says, do you understand what I'm doing when I'm davening? I'm coming close to the Rebam Shalom. I'm saying, Rebam Shalom, I know that I am weaker if I don't have a strong relationship with you. I know that I'm more vulnerable if I'm not so close to you. I know that's the reality. Baharaya, I've sinned. I've sinned. And as a result, ultimately, again, I'm sorry. 
And as a result, ultimately, again, of those chatoim, ultimately, I know that I'm weaker. So when I do tshuva, says Rabbi Tzadik, how do you rectify the past? Strengthen your davening. Strengthen your davening. Strengthen that connection to the Yibam because the closer I am, the stronger I am. Therefore, says Rabbi Tzadik, there's more in this, there's more in this os, but we're going to have to be done for now. So Rabbi Tzadik ultimately tells us that the process of tshuva is like the process of purification from, from tumah. Tuma needs, Tuma needs mikvah her of Shemesh and kapara and a carbon. Tshuva needs mikvah her of Shemesh. Her of Shemesh, close the door on the past, move forward. Mikvah, for Tshuva purposes, immerse yourself in Torah. Torah makes you stronger to face the challenges of the future. The retrospective part of Tshuva, so remember again, Tuma has carbon. Tshuva has tefillah. Because at the end of the day, when I look at my transgressions of the past, they only happen not because I don't care and not because I'm not in control of my typhus. Everybody's in control if I want to be in control. The reason I've sinned sometimes is because my relationship is not as strong as it should be. But if I strengthen my davening, I strengthen my dialogue, I strengthen my daily connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then ultimately, again, that is a greater assurance that I'll be able to meet the challenges of the future. All right, the boss will stop over here. This will be, we'll pick up a Rabzad the Kimir Tzashem after... Uh, Safety on Kipper. All right, we'll see. I don't know how many counter falls out. We'll take a look. All right, we'll see. Okay, you can learn Upsadik on your own. You know, I'm not having corner the market on Upsadik. He's, uh, he's, he's all yours. All right. <laughs>